Blog Talk Radio. you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Parkour Listen Radio, and my Blog Talk Radio community, and of course those who will be joining me in the chat room. I do hope you are having a great start to your week. And our sponsor, Audible who has over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And in the next um, half hour, I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, tonight it's spring, spring cleaning, and we're going to talk about spring cleaning the green way with Aniva Rappaport. And then, of course, I will be following up with some spring cleaning organizing tips and my product suggestion, my app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion of the week. So before I bring on our guest, care.com, and I found the seven benefits of green cleaning. You have a healthier home, a pure environment, safer products, better air quality, and that's for those of us who grew up in the homes with the with the ammonia and the Clorox and all those other strong chemicals. Less expensive use when we have we, we use when excuse me less expensive when we use what we have in our home. Getting tongue tied. Fewer antibacterials and more knowledgeable about ingredients because when we use green products, we actually know what the ingredients are. So our guest this evening, Anita Rappaport, is a certified green cleaning technician with the Green Cleaning Institute in Arola, Missouri. The Green Cleaning Institute is one of three green cleaning training programs in the nation certified by the ISSA, the world's leading trade association for the cleaning industry. Holding a bachelor's degree in urban and environmental planning, Aniva is passionate about sustainable, eco-friendly living and helping families reduce their carbon footprint. A Southern transplant via Georgia and Virginia, now living in Philadelphia, Aniva loves meeting new people, going for long walks outside with her husband and growing boys and serving others through her entrepreneurial pursuits. So we're going to bring on Aniva now. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for joining us this evening. And, you know, it was interesting because earlier this day, I actually saw a short video of a woman who has no trash. It was just amazing. She had the most trash she has uh, uh, generated in years can fit into a mason jar. 
because yeah. of all the things she does. And I was like, wow, she's only 27 years old. I was like, wow, that's interesting. So um, mm-hmm. it's, I wanted to talk to you tonight about spring cleaning, specifically the green way because, as we were talking earlier, you know, when you just do something as simple as clean your oven, you've got to leave the house. And yes. so with the kids and some people have allergies, I thought it would be a great idea to have you join us. But before I ask you some specific questions about green cleaning, what made you get into it? Okay, well, um, so I like my, my brick bio. Um, I did. I do have two children. Um, I have two sons, and um, both of them actually have eczema, and both of them actually have allergies. And then the course of doing, you know, research about, you know, cleaning, you know, techniques and how to fight dust and dander and dirt, and especially when they were crawling, when they were when they were still crawlers, I came across green cleaning and the way that people have used, you know, basic household, you know, ingredients in their homes to clean their homes and make sure that they're safe and, and, and you know, accessible for kids to use. So because of their various health issues, I wanted to definitely, you know, stop using most the basic household and other household chemicals that had a lot of scents, that had a lot of, you know, you know, externalities that can increase the likelihood of their, their skin being itchy and them having a hard time breathing. But I also wanted to make sure that I used things that were really good to clean and keep the dust and the dirt and the dander away. So I kind of happened upon that. And then in the course of doing that, um, I became affiliated with the Green Cleaning Institute and was in the training program. Um, and I'm currently working um, on doing a training program at a nonprofit agency in the in the Philadelphia area, and also um, teaching a class on that area learning tree in Germantown and Philadelphia, to just to help people find ways to keep their homes healthy and happy and and clean without spending a lot of money and you know using chemicals that can be kind of damaging to your health. Mm. So what are some of the items in our homes that we really should think about not using? Specifically well, honestly, if you are really going the green way. Well, honestly, um, I, I, you know, I, I hate to sound like, you know, just like black and white, but a lot, if not the majority, of traditional household cleaners um, are ones that I advise people not to use, and especially the things that have really heavy scents. Um, you talked earlier um, about, you know, air quality. And if you have chemicals that have really heavy scents, even though they may smell nice and even though they might smell like they're working, smell like they're, you know, doing deep cleaning, they can have things called volatile organic chemicals that can come, that can, you know, you know stay onto surfaces in the home that are also going into the air that impact air quality. And especially if people have asthma, you know, those chemicals into the air can actually, you know, when you breathe them into your lungs, they actually irritate your lungs. Um, so a lot of the, you know, chemicals that we're kind of used to using, like your, you know, your, like your Ajax and we talk about, you know, traditional oven cleaning and, you know, even bleach, especially uh, chlorine bleach, um, you know, scrubbing bubbles, things like that, things that have really heavy, heavy scents. Um, and things that, you know, if you look at the back of the label and they have a lot of things that you can't pronounce, you know, more than likely that's something if you're concerned about, you know, allergies, asthma, and other things like that, you may want to stay away from. Mm. And, you know, it's interesting you say that because I've heard so many horror stories of people who have some reason thought in their mind to mix bleach and ammonia. And that is a yeah. deadly mixture. That is bad. That is very, very bad. That's probably one of the one of the you know most common mistakes that people make 
but those two chemicals can definitely, you know, not interact with each other. No, but if you wanted to not use bleach or ammonia, I mean, you know, most people in their homes have hydrogen peroxide. And hydrogen peroxide can work in the same manner as bleach and ammonia, especially for, you know, disinfecting, sanitizing, you know, brightening. So, you know, that's something that you can use on its own without, you know, without mixing it with anything else. Then kind of, you know, lessen the risk of accidentally crossing those two chemicals together. Hmm. Well, you kind of um, started answering my next question. So what items should we use when we're doing spring cleaning? You said, and I did not know about hydrogen peroxide. That is, that is a new one for me. So I had to put mm-hmm. it on my list. <laughs> Mhm, mhm. So yeah, so the majority of the ones that you know, the the, the um items that I, you know, advise people to use are things that you kinda have, you know, in your home, in your kitchen, things like baking soda. You know, baking soda to clean, deodorize, you know, you use baking soda when you're when you're um cleaning your rugs, you can just put it on you, know, you don't even have to get like the scented baking soda, you can just get the regular baking soda either in the box or in a bag, you know, without any, you know, added scent and you can kinda use that. Um, to clean, deodorize, you know, score things. If you have things stuck, stuck on, you want to kind of like, you know, get those things off. Baking soda is good for that. White vinegar is good as well. You know, white vinegar can help with grease. It can help remove um, mildew, different odors. Some stains can be removed by white vinegar and also like wax and grease build up. So white vinegar and baking soda can be really good to use in the kitchen, on the stovetop, um, Lemon is another thing. You know, lemon is a is actually a very strong food acid, one of the strongest food acids. So actually, lemon can, is a good way to fight against bacteria that kind of builds up if you're worried about if you're worried about you know um, sanitizing your home. I mentioned hydrogen peroxide. You know, sanitizes it kills mold and mildew. Um, especially if you have some some things you really want to do deep deep cleaning on, you just you know use hydrogen peroxide, let it sit for ten minutes, wipe it up again, and it you know just as good as bleach and ammonia to get rid of, you know of, of you know bad germs and, and and cold viruses and things like that. Um, salt is another thing as a natural abrasive. You use it for scrubbing and scoring in the kitchen and the bathroom. Um, natural soaps, unscented soaps in any form. Um, I would say, you know, if you if you're buying a soap, look on the back of it, and if you see an ingredient called petroleum distillate, I would say kind of, you know, don't use that because that's a, a volatile organic compound that, you know, once you use it, those compounds go into the air and they can impact your air quality. Um, and those, that's basically it. It kind of runs the gamut of things that you know. When, when I make my own um, chem, cleaning chemicals at home, I kind of use a variation of all of those together, and it does most of the cleaning that I need to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. and those are just items that you can really just probably have in your home, and most mm-hmm. of them you can buy, and it's not as expensive. Wow. Um, yes. Well, yes. I have a, a question because it just triggered a thought. So what about people who like to use the wipes? Because that's a huge new market. Um, they like to wipe stuff down. So would you suggest using one of these products and just um, either a rag or a paper towel oh. and just doing the same thing? Yes, yes. So one of the best fabrics to use for cleaning is microfiber. The majority of cleaning products you see now, like your, your mops, um, you know, different rags, 
it contains microfiber. So what microfiber does, it kind of like, when you use it on the surface, it kind of like draws all of the dirt and the dust and the grime into it. And it kind of, unlike a lot of wipes on the market that really don't have that, you know, that sucking action that microfiber gives, gives you can kind of use it on the surface and you're still kind of spreading you know, you can't see it, of course. You're still kind of spreading, you know, you know, germs around because it really doesn't, you know, the, the, the type of materials really don't suck the dirt and the grime in and, and retains it in there. So mm-hmm. microfiber, you know, microfiber wipes are really good. You can find them anywhere, um, any store you go to. And we have a, a gigantic, you know, we have a gigantic bag of them that we got mostly from Home Depot. Um, they're blue. Mm-hmm. We use them for a lot of different things around the home. But it acts as, you know, it, it, the surface, you know, the microscopic surface actually scores things really well. So if you have some things that are really kicked on, you know, using a white vinegar with a microfiber, you know, cloth and really, like, you know, using that to get, to loosen up um, the dirt in the ground that you may see, you know, because of the sucking action of the microfiber, you know, you don't have to worry that you're just, like, spreading dirt from one area to another actually kind of removes it from the surface. So I would say, wow. you know, as simple as that. And you can reuse microfiber cloths uh, multiple times. All you have to do is just put them in the wash, and then you wash them, dry them, and they're good as new. You know, so it's more cost-effective definitely than buying bleach wipes. Yeah. Wow. We use microfiber for everything here. And when, I, you know, when I'm doing cleaning for you know, other homes and apartments, Definitely, microfiber is my go-to um, cleaning supply um, um, fabric that I use for that. Mm-hmm. So, Neva, what as a cleaning expert, what areas should we focus on weekly? Because I think sometimes with the cleaning, we feel like we're not doing enough. We get overwhelmed because we mm-hmm. don't have the time to do everything. So, what should mm-hmm. we really be focusing on weekly? Well, you definitely want to hit the areas that you use the most. You know, your your bathrooms and your your bathroom and your kitchen. You know, especially your bathroom because you know a, you know a lot of germs and a lot of viruses can can you know be on the surfaces. You definitely want to make cleaning your bathroom a priority on a weekly basis, and cleaning your kitchen a priority on a weekly basis. And if you do it every week, you don't have to really do a lot of deep deep cleaning. You know, the more you do it, the more consistent you are with it, the easier it is to do in the long run. Um, so the, the places that are most heavily trafficked the most, you know, so, um, it, you know, it, wherever your door is coming into your home, you know, that surface, you know, wipe, um, um, taking care of the flooring around the door. And one of the things that you can do is, let's say, for example, you know, you, you know, you have a lot of traffic coming in and out of your home and you may not have time to really get down on your hands and knees and scrub the dirt or, or you know, mop or, or, you know, sweep. The best thing you can do is to prevent that from happening is to use um, a rug coming into your home on the outside and also as soon as you get inside so people can get used to, you know, you know, wiping their feet, the soles of their shoes on that so they won't track the rest of it into other areas of the house. You know, so there's things mm-hmm. that even if you can't do it on a weekly basis, there's things that some preventative measures you can take that kind of just doing that, just you know, preventing, you know, people from tracking a lot of dirt from the outside into your home, just by adding mats can cut down on a lot of cleaning, especially in heavily trafficked areas with, you know, people walking with their shoes. Um but still, like, on a weekly basis, you know, definitely you want to keep up with your laundry. If you have allergies or eczema um, or asthma, you definitely want to make dusting a priority. 
Um, that's something you definitely want to do. We dust a lot just because of the kids' eczema and they kind of have flare-ups. We make sure we keep things dusted. And dust is something that you can never totally, totally get rid of. So that's mm-hmm. why making that a weekly, you know, weekly thing at least once a week, doing the dusting of, of surfaces and ceiling fans and things like that, um, especially mm. if we're going into the summer months. So your air conditioning unit, you know, um, make sure that your filter is up to par. Um, you can do mm-hmm. that once, as much as once a week if you, you know, if you have people in your home that suffer from allergies or eczema or asthma and things like that. Um, so, yeah, basically all the areas that you would normally think about, okay, how to make sure this stays clean, hitting those on a weekly basis would be would be good, but also thinking of preventative measures you can take to make sure that you kind of contain the dirt and make sure it doesn't spread all throughout the home, especially when people come into your house with their shoes on. Oh, that's a good, that is an excellent tip, having a rub mm-hmm. on the outside and the inside. And the inside, yeah. So people, yeah. Yep, because when people see that, they kind of automatically wipe their feet, you know. Mm-hmm. There's some people that go as far as requiring people to take their shoes off, but even after they do that, asking people to take their shoes off before they come into other parts of the home, people do that as well. And that can cut down a lot of dirt and dust can be cut down just by doing that one thing. Mm-hmm. So what should we focus on maybe seasonally? Okay, so seasonal, mm-hmm. so seasonally, I would think, you know, curtains. If you have to, if you have, you know, the blinds that you use, the curtains, if you really want to focus on trying to like, get those down off of um, off of the windows and either um, take them to dry cleaning if they, if they have to be dry cleaned or washing them um, in the washing machine, if you have to do that, making sure that that's something that you do, on, at least on a seasonal basis. Um, windows, not just, you know, taking, because you, you can use lemon and vinegar, not just taking those things and wiping your windows, but if you if you have um, a lot of dust that accumulates or dirt that accumulates, taking them down and giving them, putting them in the, the bathtub and giving them a good soaking, a good rinsing, mm-hmm. using um, natural chemicals, uh, natural um, supplies, you can do that as well. Um, for people who may not have um, allergies or asthma, you know, every season going through and, you know, doing the, the filter check if you have um, um, air conditioning in your home, doing the filter check, making those those filters are clean. Um, if you have, like, transitioning from winter to, to spring, if you have a chimney, you know, it can be, it might be a little bit of an expense, but having somebody come in and clean the chimney, you know, a lot of leaves or, or, you know, a lot of um, um, sticks, leaves, you know, dirt that accumulates with the wind snows and things fall from the roof into your ceiling, into your, sorry, into your chimney. If you have something like that, having somebody come in and do a cleaning on that once a year or between, you know, going from winter um, to spring could be good as well. Um, your flooring, so you definitely want to, like going back to the weekly thing, if you want to, you know, if you're using your rugs, that you st- your, your rugs going in and out of your home, but you still need to sweep or dust, you know, doing that as well. But there's definitely green cleaning things, ways that you can um, clean your floors, whether they're hardwood floors or, you know, or your carpets. That's something that you can do, you know, every season at least. You know, some people may want to do it more than that if they have a lot of foot traffic, um, but that as well. So just thinking about the things that you may see but aren't really used on a day-to-day basis, you know, hitting it, especially going in from winter to spring, you know, really focusing on those things that you really don't think about on a regular basis could be good to, you know, to, to make that transition to a new season a little brighter and, you know, lighter and easier. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that's good. And I just want to mention, thank you, Carla R. Jenkins, for tweeting about the show. Um, uh, well, I have a couple of, well, one question, actually. You mentioned dusting. So what do you do in regards, like, what do you use when you dust? Because I think, you know, we've got the sprays, and then now, of course, we've got the scented little dust thing that you can use. Mm-hmm. But what is there something, like, green that we can use to dust, as you said? We really need to mm-hmm. dust on a regular basis, especially if we have, you know, people in our homes with allergies, et cetera. Right. So I go back to my microfiber. Like I said, even even some of the dusting things that you see with like, the, the long candles that have, like, the dusting um, apparatuses on the, on the top of them, you know, a lot of them contain microfiber. Like, the goodness of microfiber, like I said, it, like, it sucks in all of that dirt and that dust, and it, it holds them in there until you wash it. So if you use a microfiber to dust with, you can make sure that you're not just transferring the dust from one part to, from one place to another, but it's actually holding mm-hmm. it in there and it's not, you know, it, it's not falling from the, you know, the ceiling to the floor and then you have to do the floor mm-hmm. all over again too. So microfiber is mm-hmm. really good for that. Um, depending upon what you're doing, you know, if you want a fresh scent, um, using lemon, using vinegar. Um, for some people who really like different types of scents, you can use, you know, essential oils, you know, tea tree oil if you want to kind of like freshen up the air around you, if you want to have, you know, smell something different than just vinegar or, uh, or lemon, you can use um, you know, essential oils like that. Um, to kind of like add an element of extra freshness to the air, you can do that too. But microfiber is definitely good. But you can just hit it, you know, hit the the heavy dust, the, the areas that get a lot of dust, and kind of like hit that with the microfiber. And then you can wipe it down with either, you know, water and vinegar, water or lemon. It kind of like gets rid, can help, you know, back up the microfiber that you're using, and then let it air dry. And that's a good way to, you know, make sure that you're getting the majority of the dust. Um, off of your surfaces mm-hmm. if you do that. Um, but one mm-hmm. of the things that I didn't mention, um, going along with not just like in, not just the actual cleaning products, but steam is a really good thing as well. Steam is actually is a really really good tool, especially um, it, because steam gets so hot. You know, you, you, it gets up to 220 mm-hmm. degrees will kill basically anything. If you're worried about cold viruses, if you get your surface hot enough, all of those will will be killed. So if you have um, a steamer, you can get a handheld steamer. Um, if you have something like that, that you know, that's not that expensive, that you might just use, you know, you can use that seasonally. But steam can really be really be good for like you know heavy caked on messes. You know, if you have uh, in your in your you know your bathroom, your your tile, um, the grout in your tile, if that gets kind of you know dingy throughout the course of the season, using steam in your bathroom is really really good, and that's a way that's completely chemical free. It's just water and heat, and it can take care of a lot of the cold viruses and bacteria. And if you're really focusing on making sure that your family stays healthy. You know, if you know if you're susceptible to cold, steam is a really good good item to use too, good tool to use. Mm, wow, wow, wow! You keep giving us so many wonderful yeah. uh, <laughs> tips, <laughs> wonderful tips. So I guess my last question is for the person mm-hmm. who may be thinking, hmm, "Is this really for me?" and not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what could you? Do you have any advice for them, the person who's maybe thinking, hmm, I want to try it, not sure, kind of want to think? Well, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I, there are a lot of good online resources. You know, if you if you you know if you're concerned about making sure you're doing the right thing, you know, mixing the right thing, there's a lot of good online resources. You know, there are some you know really good 
brand names on the market that are green, clean certified, that are green certified, eco-friendly. So let's say you don't want to go through, you know, the, the, the don't go through the process of mixing your own, you know, green cleaning supplies. You can definitely find things on the market. That might, they're, they're going to be limited. Sometimes they're even more expensive than your traditional cleaning supplies. But they're there, like, you know, um, seventh generation. Um, I don't want to say uh, there's a company called the Honest Company, but they're having some issues right now about whether or not they really are green. But there's some, you know, okay. brands on the market that, you know, have, uh, have are certified green, eco-friendly products that you can use if you don't want to mix the chemicals yourself. But I would definitely say just, you know, try it. Experimentation is always good. I would definitely, whether you use um, green cleaning products or traditional products, microfiber. I keep going back to microfiber because I think it's like the king of all you know, cleaning fabric. Microfiber is really good to use regardless of what type of, you know, cleaning supplies you're using. But I would say, you know, um, I'll, I'll leave you my contact information, of course, at the end. But definitely, if you have any questions for me, people can call me or email me. But, you know, you can get online, you can find a lot of good resources, and then if you want to, there's definitely good products on the market that you can use as well. So, um, please um, provide the listeners with your contact information, how they can reach out to you. Yes. Um, so, my, my cell phone number is um, 215-432-9335, um, and that's, that's the number that I use for you know, both personal and business. I'm trying to get my own business line, but if you have any general questions, that's fine, too. Um, I am going to be um, teaching at the Mount Area Learning Tree. I believe I start in July. I forgot the date. But if you go to the Mount Area Learning Tree website, look for screen, Spring Clean equals Green Clean, you'll see information there about the class. You feel free to contact you know, me that way. And then my email address is just my first name, Aniva, A-H-N-I-V-A-H, at gmail.com. Um, and that's probably the best way to, to reach me. Um, I am, you know, planning on doing the focusing more so on the business side of things. But and once I get that information finalized, I'll definitely pass that on to you, Ms. Taylor. Well, thank you, Anita. Thank you so much. This has been a very informative. So I know I have to get me some microfiber <laughs> um, <laughs> cloth, definitely. But I like the um, different types of, like the baking soda, the vinegar, um, the lemon. And, I, and I'm definitely going to start really incorporating those because, like I shared with you, you know, you have to, and we talked about it, you have to clean your oven and you got to leave the house for a few hours. So I yeah, want to I, this year. Oh, sorry. I, one thing about the oven clean, I, 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 I'm sorry I didn't say this earlier, but definitely baking soda, water can work for that. And like I said, you may have to let it sit for a little bit, but if you make mm-hmm. it into a really nice thick paste and, you know, bread it all throughout your oven, let it sit for a couple of hours, come back, and you'll think you use the microfiber or you can use a regular scrub brush for that. But that can definitely help knock out some of that, you know, caked on food and grease that kind of accumulates in your oven. So that's a good resource, too. And that's good because at least if you do have to come back a couple of hours, you'll, you'll know that it's safe and you don't have to worry about inhaling something that you shouldn't be inhaling. Yep, definitely. So... I thank you so much, and you have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. 
actually and how we can really use the products we already have, like hydrogen peroxide, um, you know, how we can use baking soda and vinegar and lemon and salt. So those are just the items that we probably all have in our homes, and we can use those instead of, you know, spending a lot of money going to the store, but also using products that probably are not as healthy for us. Um, as we'd like them to be. So this week's audiobook selection, because our sponsor is offering all of the listeners the audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial membership. And all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And they have over 180,000 audiobooks. And you can download one for free and start listening, and it's that easy. My this week is how to clean and organize your home effectively, green cleaning solutions for your home. And it's by Nancy Watson. And it's how to clean and organize your home effectively. And it's user-friendly audiobook. And it makes things so much easier for you to not only organize your home, but also green clean. So, again, how to clean and organize your home effectively. And green cleaning solutions at home by Nancy D. Watson. So now I am going to follow up with my spring cleaning tips. Well, actually, my organizing tips for spring cleaning. The first thing is you definitely want to clean whatever the area is. And you want to probably use one of the suggestions Aniva suggested um, the countertops, the closets, the cabinets, because I feel that sometimes we just don't really clean and we really need to get in there and just clean the area. Um, clear the area, clean the area. Then once you clear it and then clean it, then you really want to decide what you're going to keep. For example, you start looking in those cabinets and decide that you don't need all those dishes or maybe you don't need all that silverware or those glasses or all of those different appliances or in the closet. You know, you don't need all those clothes or even in the bathroom, do you use all those products? So you need to decide what you need to keep, what you need to toss. And, of course, you know, I love donating things. And there may be some things you may be able to repurpose around the home as well. So once you decide what you're going to keep of everything that was in there, because 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again, you want to get some organizers. So it could be a drawer organizer, a shelf organizer, or some containers for the things that you want to keep so that they'll be more accessible and things will be more organized. And then once you really do that, the key to it is, maintaining, making sure if you take something out, you put it back in, making sure that seasonally you go through clothes, seasonally, as I always share with you, you go through the items in your home, especially if you do decorating, entertaining. Sometimes you may not you use them one season, but the next season you realize that it wasn't functional and you don't need it. So, again, clear the area. To clean the area, decide what you need to go donate. Use an organizer and maintain. Take something out, you put something back. So those are my um, tips for this week, my Taylor's Tip Time tips for this week. I definitely want to thank you all for your tweets, your emails, your posts on my social media. And, of course, thank all of you for following me via social media as well as this blog talk radio community. Well, today is Monday, so you all know what tomorrow is. It's Toss Tuesday, so it's time to toss 
all of those cleaning products that you no longer use, and we all know what they are. So, again, make sure tomorrow, toss to Tuesday, get rid of those cleaning products that may have been too strong for your, you know, the senses, maybe too harsh for your hands, etc. So that is my Toss of Tuesday tip for the day. Now my app suggestion for the week is called Brightest Home Organization Cleaning Schedule. It's an app that will help you stay on top of your cleaning schedule because I know a lot of you out there are busy um, living life, doing things. So sometimes you just need a reminder. If you don't already schedule it in your schedule, like when to do the laundry, et cetera, it can help you with your DIY crafts, your cleaning schedule, organizing, and it is available on the iPhone as well as Android and helps you tackle important home maintenance tasks with easy tips, a personal schedule, and reminders. Sometimes we all need reminders, and it can help you anything from cleaning to interior design. So it's called Brightness Home Organization Cleaning Schedule, and that app is available. My product suggestion is, because we're talking about cleaning, is the Rook Utility Holder. And basically it holds your mops, your brooms, et cetera. That's from the container store. So that way you can maximize the space in the closet or in an area in your home, and things will be accessible for not only you and other members of your family. And then my repurpose suggestion, because we're talking about spring cleaning, and that is using an old rake, the bottom part of the old rake, and actually you can use it to hang jewelry, or somebody actually use some old skateboard to put trophies. Because I know as you spring clean, you may find stuff in your home. You may not be ready to get rid of it, but you can always repurpose it. And um, for someone in the chat room, it's Rook. It's G as in George, R-O-O-K, Utility Holders. And if you go to my Pinterest page um, and products that help you keep organized, help you stay organized, I should say, there will be a picture and, of course, there will be a link. And you can get this at the the container store. Um, And, again, for my app suggestion, product suggestion, as well as my Reperk and look at repurpose section, um, board or my um, products to help you stay organized board or the apps to help you stay organized board is my way of just making it easier for you to gain that information and um, be able to utilize it as well. My quote for the week is simplify your life, simplify your mind, simplify your surroundings. And, of course, we're in the spring. We're well in the spring. Of course, it was like 80 degrees here, so it's more like summer. But it's just simplifying. Whatever you need to do in your life, in your mind, and in your surroundings. And, of course, in your surroundings, it's just getting rid of stuff that you no longer need, no longer want, no longer is functional, no longer has any purpose. And in your mind, it's really making sure that you have systems and rituals so that, Things will get done. Every night, just making sure that you're prepared for the next day by making sure your keys are in a place, you've got your clothes together, all the other little things. But also, in your life, 
making sure maybe you have a ritual. So every Tuesday evening you do laundry. Um, because not necessarily, maybe because of your schedule, Saturday just doesn't work. And for my schedule, Saturday does not work for me um, in order to stay, in order to get house cleaning done and get the laundry done because I'm always doing things on Saturday. So I choose other days of the week so I can actually enjoy the weekend and not be, I love my mother, but not be like my mother and spend all day just um, cleaning and grocery shop. And, yes, I grocery shop in the morning, but I'm usually done by 10 o'clock, so I've got the rest of my day. So it's just creating routines and, and, and habits and rituals to simplify your life. Um, I shared uh, last night I was on a call, people were going through a spring detox, that I found it so much easier now for me to actually, on Sundays, cook my meals for the week, and also to make sure that I um, also lay my clothes out the night before, all my clothes for the week, all my meals for the week, and then begin to think of all the different um, information and things I need to take to my client sites during the week. So that's the way I simplify my life. And it helps me because at least I know I'm eating healthier. And when I'm home, I come home, I'm tired, I can eat. And then I can just relax. I don't have to think, oh, gosh, I've got to get myself and pull myself together for the next day. So that's some things that I do as well. Well, next week um, we will be doing Organizing the Creative Entrepreneur Using Technology with Melissa Jackson of Normal Solutions. She will be coming here. Excited about that. Then, of course, we will be doing Organizing from the Inside and Out on how we can get ourselves organized on the inside, and then that can be a manifestation on our surroundings. And then, of course, I'm excited because we'll be celebrating show 300, and we will be to one of my colleagues who has went to a home show and will be bringing to us all of the latest and the greatest in the organizing products. So I'm truly looking forward to that conversation as well. Um, and, of course, before I forget, don't forget that it's spring, and I still got my promotion going on Power Keys for Organize You. Um, I thank all of you for your wonderful response, and I'm also enjoying just checking out your photos, but also your videos as well. And basically with Power Keys to Organize You, I will, for two hours, so you get two hours with me, the first session, we will talk about your project. I will look over your photos, give you some some tips and some strategies on how to get, conquer that clutter. And then the second session, we'll kind of go over and fine-tune to see what you have accomplished and how do you need to move forward. Power Keys to Organize You, and you can go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com and order for more details. And not only that, you also get an e-book, an e-course as well on how to just stay focused on your project. So, again, two-hour strategy sessions with me on how to organize your project, and then you also get an e-course as well. So make sure you go to www.JanetMCLA.com for more details um, and to definitely check it out and to sign up because I have extended it, and I think I'm going to extend it until the end of May. So just in case you're looking for a Mother's Day gift, it's a great gift for mom 
or for your, that mother figure in your in your life. Well, again, next week we will be organizing the Creative Entrepreneur using technology with Melissa Jackson of Normal Solution. And, of course, the quote for this week is, simplify your life, simplify your mind, simplify your surroundings. So just think about something. You know, instead of looking at it as a big project, think about one thing you can do to simplify your life. And it may be just, you know, scheduling time once a week for you just to be quiet and be still. Simplifying your mind could be just making sure that at the end of the evening you just write down a to-do list. Simplify your surroundings is maybe just finding a place to put your keys. So um, I thank you for listening. Um, This is going to be a little shorter show um, because I am not feeling too well. But, of course, you know me. I'm going to still come out here and do it. So please share this podcast with your family, your friends, your social media network, and please visit my website at JanetAndPillow.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.